everyone, I'm Sophie and we are back in the studio with Irina. Hi everyone. And we have a guest, Krissa. Hello everyone. So Krissa, how did you end up in Denmark? What's your story? Well, I'm from Greece mm-hmm. to begin with. I studied finance there and before I come in Denmark, I was working in a rehabilitation center and I was in the administrating department there. And uh, when Corona started, things went bad because we were working with uh, old patients, mm-hmm. like 80, 90 years old. Okay. And imagine telling to the wife of uh, 85 years old, you can't see him because there is a pandemic and yeah, we don't yeah. know when you're going to be able to see him. That must have been heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And especially for 200 patients. Wow. People oh, yeah. Yeah, were complaining a lot of course, shouting a lot. Uh, I remember like a fun fact, which is not that fun, but the lady came and she said, I want to see my husband. I haven't seen him for a month now. Mm -hmm. And he has a stroke, so we can't really speak. I can only see him through camera, but that's it. And they said, yeah, but unfortunately, because of Corona, you can't. And she said, yeah, but I don't believe in Corona, Mm -hmm. so I can go. Oh my God. Okay. And... I had to deal with this kind of situations like daily. Yeah. And it's like apart from my job. So it's too much. Of course. And my dream was marketing. I Mm -hmm. wanted to become a marketer. So I said, I have to do something about this. I applied to universities. I got accepted in Denmark here in Nunse in international business and marketing. And I quitted my job. I quitted my life basically because I knew no one here when Mm -hmm. I came and I came to Denmark. It was a difficult situation in the beginning because of Corona. In the beginning, everything was supposed to be, uh, you know, physical, Mm -hmm. but then it turned online, except from one course that I had in Sonderborg. Okay. (laughs) So you had to like go there by the train? Yeah. Yeah. I've been there last semester a lot and it's far away. Yeah. It's like two hours. And a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit far. Yeah. Yeah. For two hours course and yes. then coming back again. Oh, like six hours per course. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, I think, like, fortunately, I think that's a really nice city, actually. It's oh, yeah, yeah. very beautiful, but yes, it's so far away. Were you going for a course as well? <laughs> no, not a course, like a career course. It was organized by the university. I had a three-day internship there. Oh, Future Talent Denmark. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was there and... I was like, this is so beautiful. I want to move here. <laughs> Unfortunately, that I couldn't find a job there, so I couldn't move. But that's on my bucket list because I think it's such a beautiful yeah, city. It is. So, it yeah. is. But, you know, when you go every Monday and you do accounting. <laughs> yes. I think the only upside in my case was that I always reserved the ticket in the silent zone. And sometimes that was in first class and sometimes the person working on the train was nice and didn't say anything. So I was like sitting in first class for the whole trip because I usually, you know, went on the trains that was almost like the last or the first. So there was not many people on it. Oh, that's smart. It was really nice. But then sometimes they came and they were like, you're not allowed to sit in first class. And I'm like, yes, but my seat ticket says that I I can sit here. <laughs> they were like, no. <laughs> and then I tried this uh, after the pandemic and they were like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you're not allowed to sit here. <laughs> so I was like, okay. But it's so sad when you see like, you know, empty seats, especially now, because yeah. now you can sit next to someone. 
a couple of months ago you couldn't like oh, they yeah, were they true. were only one person per row and i don't like to sit next to people <laughs> yeah, no, 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 i can relate to that <laughs> so yeah and apart from that apart from that you had one physical course how was your first semester here well, I was lucky because my roomies, I'm living with roommates Okay. Yes. in a very international house. So we became a family. Mm. It was amazing. Uh, we were watching movies together, cooking together. And then I participated in a business competition, SDG camp here mm-hmm. in SDU. It's actually in two weeks from now. It's about sustainability. Okay. Students working for companies mm-hmm. for two days to develop sustainable solutions for growth. And unexpectedly, because I was with an Italian in the team, Filippo, and we were supposed to be four, but the other two never showed up, which was a deficit for us because it's Danish company. So many things were in Danish. Yeah. The competition was in English, but it was a bit struggle. But we won. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was amazing. And I was telling him we were just having fun, relax and enjoy. And it went perfect. That's great. That's usually how it goes, right? You're more relaxed. You kind of don't set that much pressure on yourself and then good things happen. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And uh, then because of Corona, I couldn't go to Greece. Mm. My flight was canceled like three days before I fly home. Yeah, and really sad, yeah. Yeah, it was because Greece is not doing well with Corona, unfortunately. I can imagine. I'm from Hungary, so we on paper we do great, <laughs> but then you have friends in healthcare and they are like, no. No, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> yeah, and, and especially the flights, I've heard about that they kept getting cancelled and cancelled, which is understandable, but I think during the pandemic, I really felt like... So because I came here in 2019, and in the first year, I didn't really notice that I'm that far from my family. Because, you know, I could just come and go when I had time or something. But then the pandemic happened and then suddenly you have to be aware of all these rules and that the borders. And yes, I live closer than you, but I still have to fly because yeah. for me it's yeah, like 18 or 20 hours by train, which I cannot do. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's, that's too much. That's <laughs> too much, yes. So yeah, then you finally realize that, yes, you are half a world away from your home and... Yeah, I wasn't able to go for 10 months. Okay. And it was the first time, you know, that I was far for that long. Yes. I missed the Greek food so much. <laughs> I was like seeing it everywhere. Or I thought I was seeing yes. it everywhere. You're, you really were missing it. Like, oh, yeah. You were uh, seeing it absolutely everywhere. Mm. Yeah. I can what, relate. What were you missing? I think I was missing the weather. Mm-hmm. And I was missing my family, of course, and my friends. I'm, I'm kidding about I miss the food, but um, I yeah, mostly yeah. missed my family and friends. Yeah. Because when I was uh, Erasmus in Romania, I was away for five months, but Mm -hmm. it's not the same. Because I knew that I was going to go back eventually. Now, I didn't know when I will be able to go back. My flight was cancelled the second time in March. So I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And about the food, what kind of food did you miss? We are very food motivated in the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> That's we love food. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know anything about Greek food? Uh, kinda. Yeah, I know some things, I guess, a bit. Well, my favorite street food is called gyros. Yeah. And it's like a sandwich that is like with meat and potatoes and salad and so on. It's really incredible. I mean, if you compare it to that food we have here, which is great. I love Denmark. 
but the food is not like the Greek one. We also have it. It's a very popular fast food in Hungary. We pronounce it differently. I don't think I can do that. It's is it like sarma? No, it's it's we call it gyros. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's not like the one here, so I miss it a lot. But actually, I went to Copenhagen and they have a new food market. I ate a pretty authentic gyros, I think. So it was also Greek people selling it. So yeah, hmm. mm, makes sense. Was yeah, more yeah. authentic. Yeah. yeah, we also have it in Romania. Like they sell it. And the new place Greek is opening at Storms. Okay. Soon, actually. Oh, I, I really? can't wait to try to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because there's already a Greek place downtown. Have you tried that? There is. Is it called Trupita or something? It's a gyros restaurant, but I haven't tried them. Oh, I have. It's good. Yeah? I would say so, yeah. I don't know how authentic it is. They mm. also have it in Storms, actually. The Pita okay, then. Okay. was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, it's nice, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's mm, not, not Greek. Greek, yeah. It happens. And what else? Well, what are your other favorite dishes? Well, Danish food is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that. I miss the Greek food. Mm-hmm. But the food here is also nice. It's just different from what I'm used to, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it makes also sense that the diet is different because the weather is different. So you don't really move that much. Yeah, you know, you're <laughs> inside home. <laughs> Who get home and home? It's, so it makes sense. Because... I'm used to be very, very energetic in Greece and mm-hmm. being all over the place. And But here, which I like it, people prefer to be in homes and gather there, which is really cool, actually. Yeah. It's very cozy. Yeah, yeah. Which part of Greece are you from? I'm from the north, from Thessaloniki. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I know I've it. I've been there. Oh, you have? Yes, nice. yes. Really? Yes, yes. Oh. I think I've been to Greece three times when I was younger. And I always really loved it. So yeah, I also love the food and the sea. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, Greece is lovely. I mean, the weather is nice, but it's good for vacation. Two weeks, three weeks is fine. Yeah. Living there, mm, no. No? No, unfortunately. Yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's true, that's true. No, I love my country. And in the beginning, before, you know, I didn't want to move. I was thinking I will sit here and see what I can do and stuff. But the corruption and the mindset is mm. that what keeps people behind. Now, for example, with uh, Corona and so on, there are so many conspiracies that keep people from getting vaccinated, from everything, and it's crazy. Unfortunately, it's a very closed mindset. Yeah, I can totally relate to that, being Hungarian. Sometimes I look at the news and and I'm like, I can't go back because of the mindset. I could never live in a country that people would rather ask Facebook what they should do about the vaccine instead of like trusting anyone from healthcare. Yeah. So yeah. Why is it the same everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Romania is the same. Yeah. Asking on Facebook like should I get it? Yeah. For us uh, they have a thing that the vaccine is a way for Bill Gates oh, to monitor yes. us. Yeah, and the classic. Yeah, and now there is this joke that Bill Gates was so focused on monitoring the Greeks mm-hmm. that his marriage was ruined. <laughs> so, yeah, you can yeah. see what's happening. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. But what can you do? Yeah. I think everyone who has a phone, you know, and, and has, you know, GPS always turned on and complaining that 
the the vaccine is a way to like track us and i'm like you have a phone you or like yeah also totally. like for example like here in denmark we always pay by by card so of course they know what you are doing because that that is also like a way that could be tracked so like yeah <laughs> a vaccine on top of that is like nothing but yeah it's it's very annoying when also real people you know die because of their carelessness Have you been able to travel in Denmark then? Yeah. Yeah. I went to Esbjerg okay. and Loven and Copenhagen mm-hmm. and uh, Kolding mm-hmm. as well. Mm, and Svenborg and Aero. Oh, I loved Aero. Have you been to Aero? No. Yeah, I have. It's beautiful, right? Yeah. It's small. Where is it? It's an island. So from Svenborg you can take a ferry oh, and yes, you get there. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, That's and cool. uh, the thirties were free for August and September, so perfect. And they have a nice ice cream there mm-hmm. if you like nuts. Yes. And they have their own beer, as well. Really good as well. And uh, the funny thing is that I went there like a month ago, and they met a Greek chef, that he is from Greece. He's working on Canada, mm-hmm. and he just came for summer in Aero, <laughs> which is like a five thousand island people yeah and he was like i haven't listened to live greek since april <laughs> this is incredible he was like so excited it was, it was really fun yeah i can totally understand because one time i ordered some food in the city center i didn't even realize how i was missing hungarian but then the guy who worked there like called out my name you know properly <laughs> and i was like okay so he must be someone around there and then he also like wished me you know um good appetite in hungarian and i was like i'm not going to cry but this is so nice thank you oh yeah because <laughs> it's been like a year since anyone told me in hungarian that enjoy your food so yeah oh, that's yeah. always special yeah you haven't been in hungary for a year Yeah, it just came up on my phone that I went to Hungary in August 11 a year ago. That's when I was in Hungary the last time. I came back September 3rd, 4th, something like that, and I haven't been home since then. I'm going to go in November and also, you know, I I talk with my parents and I talk with them in Hungarian, but we don't share a meal over the phone. So, I haven't heard anyone say enjoy your food in Hungary for such a long time, but yeah. And it was so funny because I didn't think I was homesick until <laughs> until I heard the guy say say things in Hungarian. So yeah, but but I'm gonna go in a month for a short visit, so I can totally get it. Wow, the homesickness and everything. But yeah, and apart from Euro, what what were you doing in Copenhagen? Uh the first time I went for vacation mm-hmm. to explore Copenhagen. Another time I went because of work. I was working for a company, a very interesting one actually, that was doing pole dancing classes and aerial dance classes and so on. Really fun uh, because I actually started doing pole dancing after that and I loved it. It's incredible. I don't know if you ever tried. No, I think it's too hard for me. Yeah, you need a lot of muscles for it, but it's very cool. I think yeah. it's a very cool sport. Yeah, do you do it in Odenser? Yeah, okay. yeah. But you're gonna build them. Mm. I mean, when I started, I was like nothing, like. Because I wasn't training, especially yeah. because of Corona, but it's so good and the body response mm-hmm. because you know the most important thing is the momentum yeah. to have the will to do it and have fun. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. If you want this, everything is possible. And not really flexible is the problem? No. Okay, because that's the one thing that really stopped me. You're going to get flexible though. Okay. That would be nice. Yeah. Is it the uh, Pole Republic? It is. I was working there, yeah. Okay. We had a guest. Uh yeah, Rachel. Rachel, yeah. Oh, Rachel. from Ireland. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rachel is amazing. Amazing dancer. She used to be an instructor in Pole Republic. Mm-hmm. I don't work for the, uh, there anymore, but I think she left. Yes, yes. But she's incredible. She's amazing and her energy is like yeah. one of a kind. Yeah, we right. actually have a had a guest dinner and she was there and the first time I met her I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> she had a very nice vibe about her, so yeah. Yeah, she's amazing and so much positivity. Mm. I guess yeah. you can feel it from kilometers away. It's yeah. amazing. Exactly, yeah. So then you do pole dancing. Is there any other hobbies you've picked up during your stay in Denmark? Well, I'm reading books. Mm-hmm. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a podcast actually for book summaries. This is incredible. I'm listening to that when I commute to work. Yeah. And, you know, about uh, self-development and uh, productivity and things like that. And it's amazing. It helps me a lot. It, it inspires me because I'm, I'm working in marketing. So I think that inspiration can be everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm getting inspired from like everything I see around me, even from this conversation here. I'm going to have ideas later for my work. That's great. Yeah, so it's everything is inspiration. It's a very nice That's outlook. True. Yeah. yeah. So you said you are working in marketing. What do you do? Now I'm doing an internship. I started three weeks ago. I'm working in a robotics company here in Unse. Universal Robots maybe you know I'm super happy I'm working in a project about internal communications about business development basically and it's exactly what I'm studying as well and uh, it's an opportunity for me to put everything in practice they are welcoming me so well and they make me feel so comfortable and creative and open to think and be myself I love it it's my dream coming true actually it's incredible because One year ago, when I was leaving Greece, I was thinking, what is going to happen? And worst case scenario, I have enough money to book a ticket and come back. <laughs> and we will see what is going to happen. But one year later, like actually three weeks ago, I was offered the position to work in Greece in another rehabilitation center. Mm. And I was so happy to decline the position. I was like, I'm sorry, but I have to stay in Denmark for one more year. And it felt so good. I was thrilled it's i can't really describe it with words i feel i don't know happiness like accomplished yeah. i guess yeah, yeah 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 exactly it's yeah. amazing you took a risk and it uh, paid off yeah that's always very nice yeah yeah well of course i miss my friends and uh, you know you lose some people in the process of course and you know it as well maybe better than me because you're longer here than i am but in the end of the day it's worth it mm. Because I found my inner peace here. That's the best thing that can happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. But can you also elaborate a bit on inner peace? Yeah. Well, in Greece, we have some taboos, maybe in Romania and in Hungary as well, about how you're supposed to be when you're near your 30s. Yes. I'm 25 now, but so I'm not really there. But you have to be married or close to get married. You have to have children or close to have children. 
you have to leave your career to live with your husband and be happy. And I don't see myself getting married or having kids, at least for the next 10 years. And my family was like, is this, what is going wrong here? What's happening with you? Here, no one cares actually about what you do with your life. I'm doing uh, therapy for three years now. And in Greece, it's a taboo. If you say it to someone, they will like, you're crazy. Oh my God, what's happening with you? Here, they're like, congratulations. This is so amazing. It's, you know, the different perspectives of the world. And this is amazing for me because people accept me, let's say, in the way that I am, that I'm independent and I'm strong and I have my opinion and everything. And in Greece, this is not happening. They are looking at you like you're crazy and something is wrong. So I think that the fact that people not only accepted me here, but embrace the fact that I am who I am, it helped me accept myself and not think that I'm actually weird. Yeah. If that makes sense. It must be empowering. Yeah. 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 I completely get it because before I left Hungary, everyone around me was getting married and, and doing those things. And even when the first couple of weeks, when my friends called me, First of all, they they asked if there are any immigrants. And I'm like, dude, I am an immigrant. What kind of question is that? So, yeah. Yeah, because they They, use immigrants for certain people. Yeah, that was bad. And also the other question was that, so have you found a boy yet? Are you close to, you know, like moving in? He could pay your rent. (laughs) Because I was complaining about high rent. (laughs) (laughs) And it, because uh, yeah, I was I was complaining about the high rents, and then a friend of mine was like, "Oh, just get a boy." Danish boys, I heard they're very rich. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh "Do God. you think I came here to get a sugar daddy? Like I could have gotten that too." <laughs> That's true. And I was so mad because I came here, you know, for education because uh, my masters it's uh, it doesn't exist back home because it's computational biomedicine, so it's so knew that it, they haven't really established that. So that's why I came and that when, I, when I'm, you know, complaining about high prices, the first first suggestion is not like, you know, maybe get a student job or get a better paying job. Just get a boy and he will take care of you. <laughs> and I'm like, they can't understand that here in Denmark, it's not something that happens. Like even on a first date, it's not always that the guy pays because... I don't know. It's like you can you can um, agree on it that you split the bill or something. But back in back in, oh, yeah. it would be. It has happened even to me to pay on the first date. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's okay. I mean, yeah. you and uh, in the first time I was like, we reached this point that I paid all everything on the date on the first date. The first one, I, it was you know the barrier in my mind that the first date, either we split or he pays, not me. <laughs> but then it happened, and then I was like. Denmark always surprises me. It's fine. It's actually what makes us grow as people. Probably has happened to you as well. When I went uh, back to Greece for the summer, I was a different person. They were Everybody was calling me like, you're too Danish now. <laughs> you're not that Greek anymore. <laughs> because it's exactly these things like the date, but way bigger than that, that makes you a better person and to grow and think and say, okay, these people are better than we are. Like, the Greeks, because we have a saying in Greece that all the other people, the Danes, for example, when we were creating the culture, they were on the trees. 
because they were not that developed and so on. But when you go to Denmark, actually, and you come here and you see what these people have accomplished, then you're like, they are creating culture and Greeks are on the trees. And this is really sad to admit that it's happening. But unfortunately, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's difficult, but it's the truth. I also think sometimes it's not even just the fact that one country does it better. It's more like you also moved away. And if you were to move back, you would have the perspective of living abroad. But in Hungary and also in Greece, these people, they have never moved. So they don't have perspective. They only think that this is the only way that can happen. So, for example, when I go home and I see that, you know, the social welfare is not that great. And I hear people say that this is what it is and you cannot change it. And then I'm like, yeah, you can. Like, if you were to, like, just cross the border and look around and see that it can be better. Because Hungary is not a poor country. But we treat our people like we are, so... And they they're resigned, basically, to the situation. Yes. That's another reason why I think I'm happy that I moved. And I think you might be the same. It's because we are gaining perspective and growing, yeah, as people and... Yeah, I'm sure that there are things from your Greek background that are good and that help you. And also, like, mixed it with the Danish principles, you can be even better. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a perfect mix. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Because how exactly the Greek background and everything and the Danish things that I'm learning now, they are definitely making me a better person. But this is what actually makes me think and say that I don't want to go back now. Like what motivates me to start my day as well. And it's sad because my family is really sad listening to that. But what can you do? I mean, yeah, I know my, my parents also want me to move back. And then sometimes something happens in the news and they call me and they are like, I think it's better that you are not here anymore. And <laughs> you are in a, yeah. in a, in a Western country. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. My parents are always worried about us, but then they realize how it is in our countries and they're like okay maybe just keep being abroad for a while yeah all right i think we can move on to the last question would you like to ask it yes of course so on every episode we ask our guests this question if you have a life hack and if you could share it with us yeah the first thing that comes in my mind and the way i'm actually trying to live by let's say is if you think that you have a goal and something that you really want, write it down and even to yourself because like that it's gonna, you know, get some life and also like daydream about it daily because when you daydream and write it, then you will find a way to step-by-step -step approach and make it. I wanted to study marketing and I went step-by-step -step to do it and believe me, in Greece, everybody was telling me, this is crazy. My university in Greece, when I went to ask for papers, they were like, Denmark is expensive and they don't speak Greek. What are you going to do there? <laughs> But I was like, I don't care. I'm just going to do it. And I was writing in my journal, today I did this step towards my dream. And then this step. And then I did it. I'm here talking to you. So I think this is what I would say. Just write down your dream and just no matter what other people say, just say, I will do it because I want to do it. 
It's a very pragmatic uh, outlook on being a dreamer, so I really like it. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. you don't just dream about it, but you actually put it in practice. You know, you see it, you, you've wrote, written it down, and you're taking the steps towards reaching it. Yeah, I was visualizing myself on how I would thought I would be to be in Denmark and studying and working, and it's not how I dreamed about it, it's better. Oh. But, you know, <laughs> when you have never been in Denmark, how you can visualize being yeah. in Denmark. But That's it happened. Great. Uh, thank you for coming on our podcast. It's been very lovely to talk to you. Thank you for having me. It was great. And this was it for this episode. Thank you again for Merit Media for letting us use the studio. We are going to be back next week with another episode. And in the meantime, check out our social media and website. See you.